Welcome to Sensibly Cynical. My name is Sean, and with me tonight is Frank Jack. How are you doing today, Frank? I'm always doing great, buddy. All right, today we're going to talk about um, today's news. Um, this is our uh, third episode on this series, and I know, Frank, you're um, excited to hear about what happened with the um, FCC, right? Net neutrality? I'm not excited at all, because, you know, they're, gonna re- they're probably going to repeal it. And, you know, honestly... It was a 3-2 vote. Yeah, it was a three-two vote. You know, the thing about it is net neutrality. I mean, it's 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 going to go back to pre two thousand fifteen rules. So explain which, explain what explain what it is for people know, that don't know. Basically, you know, the web 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 providers are going to be able to block whatever content they want to. You know, and obviously they could they could they could play with the prices. But I mean, well, I heard could, that porn is going to be impacted by this. There's no more. That's bullshit. You're going to pay for to you know. Take it off now. That's bullshit because, um, you know, it's going to go back to pre-2015. All it's doing is erasing their law made in 2015. Did you jerk off to free porn before tw- before 2015? Probably. Exactly, you did. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> so, anyway, the more the story, you're still going to be able to do that. The problem that's probably going to come in is, you know how people, you know, they stream their TV shows and everything on the internet? Yeah. That's probably going to be a big hit. You're gonna have to, people are going to have to buy cable again. So basically, yeah, so, and, you know, and a lot of things about net neutrality is it makes it easier to, to advertise on the internet cheaper. Okay. So, like, things that, you know, you're going to get less internet advertising. But a good thing to a good thing about that is because it's so easy to put things on the internet, any jackass can talk, say whatever they want on the internet. Now, okay, so me. <laughs> so now without net neutrality, you know, they make it harder, you know, there's more ver- ver- verification. It'd be harder to just say whatever you want. You basically you're gonna get less data, but you're gonna get better, right. higher quality data, and also the, the the internet companies can control the internet more. You know how Verizon they cut down your da- they cut down your data and things load slower. Yeah, you're gonna get that from internet providers now if they want. They to say unlimited, websites. but in reality, it's not as quality. Right. Well, that that's what they do now, and that's what internet companies will be able to do now. You know what I mean? They'll be able to have things load slower. What they'll, they'll pick and choose what websites work and what ones don't. Okay, so um, did you hear about the uh, Pro Bowl rosters were announced today, Frank? The NFL. Yeah, the Giants got one guy. The Jags got four. He's not even good. What, Lena Collins? Yeah, he's not even good. Is he safety? Every blown coverage this year, deep has been his fault, and he made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, Jags got four. Jags got uh, Boye, Ramsey, Jackson, and Campbell. And you know the guy for the Jags, Frank. He said tonight that he's not even he's not even worried about the Pro Bowl because he's going to be in the Super Bowl in Minnesota. But we'll see what happens with that. But Frank, you want to check out the rosters real quick? Well, is there anyone you really want to talk about or give acknowledgement to? Yeah, do you know who I want to give acknowledgement to? Who? Richie Incognito. Oh, I remember that this guy, guy. Was a real leader on on the on the Dolphins. He was a, a true leader on the Dolphins. And you know you had that you had that snowflake that was playing that you know it broke down in tears because he thought they were being too mean to him mm-hmm. when they were hazing him. You know what? And people thought Richie Incognito, you know, he he beat up his own car with a baseball bat. Everyone said his career was over, was done. They gave him a chance at the Bills, and now he's a Pro Bowl a Pro Bowl offensive lineman. What that 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 is just an amazing story right there. Yeah, I remember. I hear you know I was surprised at how quick he got. He got an opportunity because I thought that people that do that sort of thing got shamed. Even though it wasn't totally his fault, you know, the Bills were really quick on getting him, picking him up. 
Yeah, so. well, I mean, it was Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan does things just to make people unhappy. Yeah. Well... At the time, Rex Ryan picked him up. You know, I want to talk about um, uh, Shady McCoy, you know, with the Bills. He's on I want to give him, team. No, I want to give him a lot of credit because people... You know, they have a shitty quarterback situation, you know, with Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor's good. And Peterman's not too well, good. Well, that's what happened. They, you know, the Bills, they don't get all that. But what happened was Tyrod Taylor, you know, nice. I call him a poor man's version of Michael Vick. But <coughs> they, ironically, they went to the same school, I believe, Virginia Tech. But anyways, that doesn't matter. The, the, fact, of the, matter is, no, the fact of the matter is they, they deserve a lot of playoffs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They deserve a lot of credit, Frank. I mean, they, their quarterback their quarterback play hasn't been the greatest. And Shady McCoy, isn't he, I forgot what he has, but he doesn't he have 1,000 yards already? Uh, I don't know. He's pretty close. Yeah. If, if, he's, not, if he's not at 1,000, it's, it's pretty close. So I think, I think that the Bills, I, I think that that's a, um, you know, when he's in his prime. So if you think about it, if you think about it, given the right opponent, I think the Bills may win a playoff game if they get in. You know, because the team's... The, the team that faces the Bills are going to underestimate, you know, and all they need is Tyrod Taylor to to pick up the um, pick up the pace on the on the quarterback play. So wouldn't it be funny if the Bills, the six seed, could play the Jacksonville's who are three seed? Well, I think that's what's probably going to happen. And, and then we can we can end you talking about the Jags after yeah. they get eliminated in the in the. First no, round. they're not going to get they're not going to get eliminated in the first round. Not with not with the defense playing like that. But anyways. Let's see who else. Who else you want to talk about in the AFC? Does anyone else stick out uh, for you? How about Fitz? He's been playing at who? a high level his entire career. Who? Oh, Larry Fitzgerald. That's NFC. I was talking about the AFC. Well, the AFC. You were talking about the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I said, is there anyone else in the AFC you want to talk about before we go to the NFC? Yeah, I like how Travis Kelsey got in ahead of uh, Rob Gronkowski. That's funny to me. Well, he was the, he was a Pro Bowl MVP last year. Yeah, but you think everyone expects Gronk? Everyone thinks Gronk walks on water. Yeah. Well, with this whole situation, speaking of Gronk, what do you think about that whole situation? You know, with that late hit on uh, what was it, Tre'Davious White? I mean, I thought that was a that was a d bag move. I think he was just trying to hug him on the ground. Yeah. Well. You know, it was a de- it was a douchebag move, and he deserved to get suspended. There was no way around. Well, it. I'm surprised he only got one game. And I thought he was going to get a couple games. Well, you and your Gronkowski, you know, the people want to see you on the field. Well, but um, the thing about it is, you know, you can definitely see that it made a it made an impact in that Dolphins game because they got trashed in that Dolphins game. Yeah, I mean, but the bottom line is, I would be remiss to say that you know Tom Brady is still getting it done at 40. You know, he deserves some credit too. Even no one really likes to give him any. Brady he made it to the Pro Bowl again. Brady's obviously. the goal. You can't argue it. Um, so, okay, so now we'll go, now we'll fast forward to uh, the NFC with Larry Fitzgerald, as you were mentioning. Fitz, man, he's been playing, you know, he's had some of the worst quarterback play throughout his what career. What do you mean? Carson Palmer? Carson Palmer's literally one year his arm stopped working. Yeah, but like, he's, he literally got out because the nerves in his arm in my opinion, stopped working. In my opinion, I think he's. I mean, he's been an underrated quarterback in his career. I mean, I wouldn't put he's him a Hall of Famer, but... I mean, I think he's a little more overrated. He has... Yeah, but he has a lot, he has a lot of, you know... Um, he's got talent when he uses yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of he talent. he doesn't use it. Yeah, well... And he what, did it at Kurt Warner, but other than that, everyone else has been garbage. Oh, other than the Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. That's it. 
Just... <laughs> he only had him for a few years. Yeah. He went to the Super Bowl. Well, who... Anyone else? Uh, the NFC. Yeah. The NFC. How about Carson Wentz? Okay. That guy has been playing lights out ball the entire season. With looking the to be the front runner for the MVP. Carson Wentz. Then he go, gets hurt. And, you know, everyone's expecting a big drop off. And then we talked in the first podcast. You said, I said, that you said that Foles was overpaid. And I said, yeah, as soon as, as soon as if Carson Wentz goes down, you Foles will come in and, and now not I'm get a drop out. Now, now I'm eating my words. Carson Wentz went down. Foles went for four touchdowns. I am eating my words. This has been a season of unprecedented, not unprecedented, but surprises. I mean, I mean, no one picked no one, no one picked the Jags to get the, to go ten and four. No one, no one picked the Rams to do as good as they've done to start the season. I had them. I had them maybe going to the Super Bowl, but that was during the that was during their run. I'm talking about in the beginning of the season. Like if Frank, like if we would have had a preseason podcast, you think anyone? You think any any of us would have the Rams? Either of us would have the Rams in the playoffs? No. So the bottom line is, you're right. You know, there's been there's been some surprises, and Nick Foles. Going back to Nick Foles, he's been he's been solid. I mean, he's always had a nice arm and everything, and all he needs to do is keep because he needs to keep um, keep the ship afloat because they have a nice mojo going. So he's just coming in and just like they never lost anything. And they really so, didn't. Um, but how about with the running back situation in the in the in the NFC? Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram both make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, no, I That's heard about garbage. that. I heard about that because Mark Ingram. Sucks. I I read something that that was like one of the first times. um, Are they both starters, Frank? Actually, Todd Gurley's a starter. Starter, But but two running backs. And I've read something that that's like very. uh, It's not very common for two running backs from the same team to make it. It isn't. And you know, that's that's impressive. He's going to go. I think he went either went or is going for a thousand yards this year. But he's not good. Look at every time Alvin Kamara's not in the game. Mm -hmm. Ingram can't do anything. Ingram needs Kamara. To play well. Kamara does not need Ingram to play well. Kamara should make it. I don't think... I think Ingram, I don't think he should have made it. I think they should have given it to somebody else. You know, I'm always interested in the... Um, in the in the punt return. Who's the... Actually, the kick return. Who's the special teams person? You got the list. I think it's... Um, isn't that guy out of the Rams? Yes. Yeah, Farrell Cooper. Yeah. Speaking of him, he... It's actually Greg... Uh, no. Oh, it's not Farrell Cooper? I thought it was. No. From the he didn't make it. He got snubbed. Yeah, it's fair. Cool. Okay, yeah, because yeah. he. I remember him when the Rams. The Rams actually beat the Jags in the regular season, and he took the opening kickoff for a touchdown against Jacksonville. And I was like, that guy. You got to keep an eye on him. And he's he he doesn't get a lot of. Um, I mean, he's getting publicity now, but I feel like you haven't heard his name very often because he's also. I think he's also takes some snaps at receiver. Um. Because I remember, I remember where he went to. He went to school at South Carolina, and UCF played South Carolina, and that gets me to what I want to talk about next with Jadavion Clowney calling Blake Bortles trash, because Jadavion Clowney went to South Carolina and Blake Bortles went to UCF, and they played each other, and during the during the during the game or during the season, they they were talking shit, and you know one thing led to another, and. Blake Bortles, who doesn't talk a lot of crap at all, he's like he's he's one of the nice guys in the NFL. 
he even said something during during the uh, season that that you know what that, you know just dismissing Clowney. So when when Blake Bortles now is going is having the best December of any quarterback in the NFL right now. He is he has zero interceptions. He has a hundred. He has a I think it's like a hundred and twenty something QBR, highest in the league. And this guy is so stupid. He's calling Blake Bortles trash. It's like it's like. Idiot, he just beat you by 30-plus points. And I mean, you're just looking like an idiot. Even if you think about... Even if you think he's trash, why say it after you got your ass kicked? That's not the good, right time to say it because... I mean, it, I mean you can say Blake Bortles is trash and you're, you're right nine times out of ten. This but you, got, you, you can't, can't say it after he blows you... No, Frank, even you got to admit that Blake Bortles has improved. He's I mean, looking, the stats don't lie. The stats look, don't lie. He's looking good. The stats don't good. lie. And I'm trying... You know, everyone knows I'm a homer, but... You know, even an unbiased person can say, and Blake Bortles, I mean, he's not, since we're talking about the Pro Bowl, obviously he's not a Pro Bowler, unless, like, five quarterbacks get hurt, and even then, you know, I would probably put Bortles in if five guys got hurt, or didn't show to the Pro Bowl, but you'd have to start, you know, reaching for guys for him to get in, but the bottom line is, I think Fournette got snubbed, I think Fournette should have went in for the AFC, for Jacksonville, and I also think uh, Ngakwe got snubbed too, but... You know, you can't have the entire defense, <laughs> I guess, be one team. But, alright, so what else do you, did you want to talk about? Um, since we're talking about um, the news for the week, Frank, is there anything else you want to talk about? What is happening around What is happening around the world right now with the GOP losing seats? All the way. They're losing it in the state government. Well, I mean, and, and the big one is, I mean, obviously the Alabama... Because Trump is... Trump is is making them look bad by doing too much good. No, he may be doing good. good. He's done Frank, good. Frank, he may be doing good in your eyes, but in a lot of people's eyes, he's tarnishing the reputation of the GOP. And no one, and some people don't like that. I call and, them stupid people. Well, you you ask why? That's why because the majority of the people don't like. Not saying the majority of the people don't like him, but a lot of the, you know. Uh, Political people aren't fond of how he's doing right now, and in turn, that and in turn, it's just like in sports where you know you diminish the team he plays for, and the party that he's the party that he's with gets deducted because of how Trump has um, been um, regarded. Well, actually, the reason that that guy lost in Alabama, you understand was, what I'm saying? Oh, Ro- was, you're talking about Roy Moore, or whatever yeah, the hell his name is. He lost. Minister. I didn't know he lost. He lost. The, the Republican in, in, in Alabama Senate, he lost because he was a child molester. Oh, I didn't know he lost. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a child molester. I mean, you put a child molester against pretty much even you, you could have won. Well, I mean, that, that yeah. was a bad pick. <laughs> I would have won. But um, how about this GOP verge, this GOP tax plan? I don't understand why people are upset. You cut taxes mm-hmm. for everybody. You make people. Usually rich people who are paying capital gains taxes, right? Or wealthier people paying capital gains taxes. You make them pay more, right? You right. make you you make it so uh, child deductions are increasing. Taxes, tax-free income for couples is going up. And people are still unhappy. You're putting money in people's po- pockets. And the people are still unhappy. Honestly, I feel like sometimes under this administration, the way things go, they, they could literally be like, 
here's a hundred million dollars to every family in America, and people would still be upset. Right. I mean, this is nothing but good, except for capital gains tax. The capital gains tax. This is pretty much nothing but good for the country, and people are still upset. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, it, yeah, it was the same thing with like, you know, some of the stuff that Obama did that people actually agreed with, like the stuff, like some of the stuff that Obama um, did were good. And, you know, everyone's always a hater, Frank. People are always hating. It don't, it don't matter who the president is. They're always, they're, some of their um, plans are always going to get ridiculed. Everyone's always going to find the negative in things. That's just how, unfortunately, that's just how society is, you know. And um, I just wanted to, to take time. You know, I know everyone's probably heard the news this week about the train in, um, in Washington State. You know, I just want to send my condolences. I know that there was lives, um, there was, ca- you know, casualties. Um, and then I also heard that the train, Frank, was going, um, I, I think, at least 50 miles an hour um, faster than, you know, than, than regular, than it's supposed to, you know, since the limit. And someone, someone deserves to get, I hate anyone losing their jobs, but. If that's the case, then someone needs to, you know, get get slapped slapped on the wrist. I mean, it, this just can't happen. And I also heard that it was the inaugural run of this, whatever the route they were going. You know, so what do you think about that, Frank? Were you were you you're, I assume you were sad as well. See, the things with these trains is, you know, I'm sure that happens all the time that they go too fast, and, and you know. You just gotta say, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not good, it's not bad. They gotta go to speed limit and blah 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 blah. And but you know, things unfortunately, things like this do happen. These unfortunate events. But I mean, you can understand where some of these conductors are coming from, wanting to go faster. I mean, if you go take Amtrak out of out, out of out of um, out of Chicago, you could possibly be up to twenty four hours late. Mm-hmm. These trains out of some of these places. Like, the Northeast Quarter is okay, but, I mean, out of Chicago, I mean, these well, trains... went over... The, did you see the these pictures? Trains are, these trains are, are very backed up. Right, I mean, you, so I could see the guys were trying to make up time, probably, and it was, it was it's unfortunate that it happened. And I understand they do have to follow the rules, but... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're talking about people's lives, man. Right. I mean, you see the pictures out of the news? The the train was dangling over the uh, the highway. I mean, people were actually on the... It was during, it was during um, rush hour to work. And imagine being on, I think it was um, a Highway 5, I don't know, I don't want to get it wrong, but anyways, imagine being on the work and seeing a, seeing a, a train just dangling over the over the um, overpass. It was wild. It must have been wild. But like I said, my condolences to, you know, families and everything, and someone's got to be held accountable for this. It doesn't matter, Frank. The bottom line is... It shouldn't happen. Right. In 2017, it should not happen. Things should be regulated. There should be double checks, triple checks, quadruple checks. Are you going to stop someone from speeding? I mean... You probably sped on your way here We're talking about Amtrak. Right. One of the biggest companies in the world. Right? When it comes to transportation, they're up there. So... But I'm saying, no matter what rules you put in place, there's always going to be someone that breaks the rules. Right. But it wasn't just one person in charge of this, I assume. I assume it, you know, we're talking about an entire a million dollar company. Or probably are you going to pay the person's salary to um, to check to make sure that, that everything is right? I mean, I mean, come on. 
I mean, Amtrak, obviously, especially on the West Coast, they're profitable on the East Coast, but on the West Coast, they're not profitable. They're subsidized by the government. The government is pretty much funding Amtrak to operate on the West Coast. So, I mean, it's not like they have they have a lot of money because they're not even, they don't even really operate at a profit. Okay, so um, let's get to our um, sensible and cynical uh, thoughts for the episode. Frank, you're up. What do you, which, what do you want to talk about today? Sensible thoughts. Okay. You know, under this current, the current state of the country, a lot of people have been very cynical about it. And I, I want to be sensible when I say, lighten up. Things aren't as bad as everyone thinks they are. Things are, are going they, The Dow Jones Industrial Average has hit 70 all-time highs this year. Mm-hmm. How many days are there in the year 365? It's hit 70 all-time highs. You know, things are, things are getting better. You know, a lot of people are, are, are this net neutrality. Yes. It could, it, you know, it could make us pay for cable again. It could change things, but it's breaking. It's changing rules that were made in 2015. Was anyone was anyone hurting for internet in 2000 before prior to 2015? I don't think so. I think we'll survive. So just to, to let everyone know, to be sensible, don't get caught up in the hype and the populace, and just think about where this the positive is going, and, and think about everything logically, and you realize that instead of things falling apart, we're actually headed in a quite a great direction. You know, I want to do, I want to take this to, uh, I want to do a cynical thought. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to lighten the mood here and I'm going to talk about what I think about the Pro Bowl, Frank. I think, I'm, I think it's, the way they have it now, you know, they're trying to make it all uh, fan friendly, you know, they have these, they have these little competitions and stuff and I just think they need to, in my opinion, no one cares about the actual game. I think that they, they, you know, I went to it last year and I was just like, yeah, we didn't even, me and my brother didn't even show up to the actual, you know, we didn't do the actual events. And I just think the players don't care about the actual game. So they should just get rid of the game, maybe keep the events for the fans and everything and gives the gives the uh, um, players time to bond with the, the other uh, players in, in, you know, in other conferences and whatever. But in my opinion, they, the game should just be done. No one cares. Everyone just cares about the the honor. Like when when like when players got got announced as making the Pro Bowl tonight, Frank, they they literally posted an image that said, "I'm in." They don't care about the game. They just want that recognition that they are a Pro Bowler because they got voted in by their fans and by their colleagues. And by the owner, and you know, and by the people that are paying, cutting their checks. The game is just whatever. You know, they can, you can't even, you know, you can barely blitz. You know, they 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 all play. Most of the time, they all play like defenses, like prevent, and it's it's just a waste of time. So that's my cynical thought. You know, just destroy the Pro Bowl game. Um, so thank you for listening to Sensibly Cynical, Frank. You have any parting parting shots for the audience? As far as the Pro Bowl... Um, okay, you want to re- do a rebuttal? As far as the Pro Bowl, um, he's right, no one cares, Sean's right, no one cares about it. There should ma- To make someone care about it, though, you should do what they do in other sports. At the end of the year, you get the NFC against the AFC. Winner is the home team in the Super Bowl next year. People will care about it. Thanks for listening. Take care.